Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 5-1 Seattle all over Buffalo tonight. We welcome you to the Sabres postgame show. Brian Colziel with you. Well, pretty much from start to finish, the Kraken, the better team. Buffalo getting one tally into the net, courtesy of Dylan Cousins, but... Uh, the Kraken able to beat the Sabres tonight by four. Sabres a successful road trip, though. Three and one out west. Six out of a possible eight points. And uh, now Buffalo comes home for four in a row at home, beginning on Thursday with Montreal. As we welcome you here to the postgame, Brian Colziel with you. Paul Hamilton coming up here in just one moment, but we want to get a couple of highlights in quickly here. We'll start off with what ends up being the game winner. We go to the 539 mark. Seattle getting a breakaway from Morgan Geeky and the Kraken go up two to nothing early on in the game. Kraken able to skate it out and they're going to lift the pass ahead with some speed walking in with a shot score and a two nothing lead as Morgan Geeky streaked down and found himself in behind the defense for his first of the year. All right, so Geeky right there with the game winner early in the first. It's our play of the game. Brought to you by NOCO, delivering comfort to homes and businesses since 1933. Eric Comrie was not given a lot of help tonight, but he did have some big saves along the way, including this one, which we're calling our save of the game. Buffalo looking for something here on their third attempt of the power play. The pass back by Thompson is intercepted and erased, and it's a breakaway chance. Comrie with a goal save. Oh, what a stop by Comrie. Eric Comrie right there. The save of the game brought to you by your upstate Honda dealers. New inventory is arriving daily. But it's all cracking the rest of the way. 5-1 the final as uh, Seattle ends the Sabres' win streak at 3. Let's get the final stats in now. 24-16. The shots. Power plays. Seattle 2 of 3. Buffalo 0 of 5. Eric Comrie the loss. 19 saves. Martin Jones, the win, 15 saves. Your final stats brought to you by Paddock Chevrolet with you for the extra mile. The attendance were 17,151 at Climate Pledge Arena. And uh, Buffalo's next game will be in Montreal on Thursday. Or excuse me, home for Montreal Thursday at 7 o'clock. Okay, Paul Hamilton joining us now here on the postgame. And well, Paul, just uh, one of these games that uh, we like to say, just erase the tape and move on, maybe. It was uh, not a pretty one pretty much throughout. Yep, they're 0-3 all-time against Seattle. They don't <laughs> play well against them. They still don't play well against them. It was their first dud of the season. Um, I will. Let's talk about one positive. They only gave up 24 shots, so that's the second game in a row that they uh, have cut down on what was 41 shots a game. It's actually the fewest amount of shots they've given up all year, considering as poorly as they played defensively and how many times Seattle got in behind their defense. It's almost amazing that they only had 24 shots. Buffalo only had 16. I mean, you're pacing yeah. Jones. Come on. 
I mean, you got to have more than 16 shots. I mean, when you're facing Martin Jones, you've got a pretty good chance of winning the hockey game. And I don't think he made a decent save all night. I don't think Buffalo made him make a decent save all night. I, I, and, uh, you know, even and, – and I want to stress, uh, I've gotten a, a couple people who are, you know, just overreacting, saying Casey Middlestat doesn't care, which couldn't be further from the truth. Casey Middlestat did what I've seen – you know it's a pet peeve of mine, how people just waltz back to the bench and they don't hustle. And sometimes it costs their team's goals when they do it. And uh, Derek Roy, Eichel, I could I could name almost every player I've watched. It, it's now it, it's done all the time. People just they don't hustle back to the bench. And Casey Middlestat was gliding, which there's no excuse for. And quite honestly, he should have been benched for. I'm very disappointed in Don Granado that he was out there for the five on three power play immediately after that. I understand that he doesn't want to bench players for, you know, when they make a mistake because you want them to play free. That's more than a mistake. That is playing, uh, gliding, not hustling. When a play like that, you deserve to be sat. And uh, it's still, I, but I still will say, to say Casey Middlestad doesn't care is ridiculous. He, he does care. He had actually played uh, three decent games in a row where he had picked up five points. seemed like it was coming until tonight. It was coming back to him. But there's no excuse for gliding back like that and costing your team a goal. And, and I'll add, I agree with what Rob said. It, you need to have, well, you, know, you could make the blanket statement like you said. You should be hustling back to the bench, period. But I think Rob is right. Like You need to have awareness. Like, hey, if you're... If you're noticing where the puck is and where the play is, your team is trying to enter the zone on a rush. So make sure you're not the reason that there's an offsides there. Like, do whatever you can to make sure it didn't happen, and obviously he didn't. And, you know, I mean, maybe this game is exactly the same if that puck goes in. But you said it. Look at, like, that was an early moment. Quinn scores there less than five minutes in. Seattle can give up goals. I know Martin Jones' numbers have not been good. If it goes to 4-2 there, you know, again, I'm not sitting here saying the Sabres come back, but maybe not, probably not. But, you know, maybe there's no there's no chance of it happening for sure when that goal comes off the board there. So um, at the very least, I want Middlestat to be like, hey, my team's coming in here. I better make sure that I get myself back in the spot I need to be so I'm not offside. So that yeah, – uh, that, go ahead. I think it's fair to say Casey Middlestat's head wasn't in the game, in the in the game and in the play, but I think it's fair to say that neither was Vinny Hinnestrosa's and neither was Owen Powers and neither was there were a lot of people whose head wasn't in the game in that in that game and and again it's not because they don't care in 82 games it happened this happens from time to time and to sit there and and just roll the Sabers because they came out with this clunker at the end of a road trip. I mean, I don't think too many people were expecting them to go four and zero on the road trip, were they? Especially playing teams like Edmonton and Calgary. Vancouver should be better than they are, but they're not. But you went in there and took care of business the way you should, and, and won that hockey game. You know, so it happens. You know, and yep. you know what? It's going to happen again sometime this year, more than once. There are going to be other clunkers and. 
the Colorado Avalanche last year, guess what? They had some clunkers along the way too. But you try to limit them as much as you can. When you lose a game, you don't want to turn one loss into five losses. That's one thing this franchise has done a lot of in the last 11 years. That, all right, you're playing pretty well, and then you lose one, and next thing you know, you've lost five. Next thing you know, you've lost eight. Next thing you know, you've only won one of 11, and you've, you've taken yourself totally out of it by then. So that's what you have to avoid. This happened. Okay, learn from it. Understand why it happened. And then make sh- you know, tr- and, and get ready for the Montreal Canadiens on Thursday and go go play the way you're capable of playing. Uh, yeah. The, the sky's not falling. The Sabres don't don't need to be uh, bag skated and whatever. It, it just happens sometimes. Unfortunately, it happened in this game against a team where if you play well, you probably have an opportunity to beat, but you didn't. You also should, maybe shouldn't have beat Edmonton, but you did because you went out and did what you had to do to win a hockey game. You went out and dominated the Calgary Flames. Well, on paper, the Calgary Flames are probably a better team than the Buffalo Sabres. Uh, what do you think the fans in Calgary were saying? You know, I can't believe you just lost to the Buffalo Sabres. They came into your building and handled you like that? Are you kidding me? You know, because that's the reputation to the Sabres. So, you know, that's that's what people would be saying. But, uh, you know, it, it's it, it just happens. And, you know, I, I don't think it's anything to get excited about. If it turns into a four or five game losing streak, well, now then we'll talk. Yeah. All right. So next up, Paul is uh, four at home, starting with Montreal. Um, the Sabers have yet to have back to back. The schedule has been very friendly, but um, coming back now and then going right away on Thursday, like that's going to be the roughest portion of this schedule I, I'm guessing if Don Granato would have picked it maybe this game he would have rather have had on Monday instead of tonight because you come home there's the time change the jet lag and then bang right away you're playing Thursday against Montreal but it is what it is so uh, it's always tough as you say coming back this way uh, but it's probably as quick of a turnaround as you would have here just the day of returning and then bang you're playing the next day yeah, and I don't know how Don Granato handles these situations, whether there are some coaches who want to leave right after the game, which means you get in about 6, 7 o'clock in the morning. Either way, they're not going to practice tomorrow. Or there's some coaches who would like their team just to sleep well and rest in Seattle and then get up and leave around 9 a.m. and get back, what, about 5, 6 in the afternoon then. Uh, or maybe, maybe around 4 in the afternoon, somewhere in there. So... Um, I, I, I don't know how Don Granado likes to handle this or how he is going to handle it. There's two different ways to do it. But either way, I mean, you know, I, I think maybe you might be better off getting a night, good night's sleep and leaving in the morning than at least, uh, you know, the, you, you got your sleep in. If you do it, you're not going to get a good night's sleep on the plane, even if you fall asleep. So if you do it and leave right after the game and get home at, what, 5 or 6 in the morning and then – well, what happens when you get home? You haven't been home in over a week. Guys with young kids, their kids want to play with them. So what, when are you going to actually get your sleep, you know, type of thing? So I, I think if it were me, I'd probably stay in Seattle tonight, have the guys get a good night's sleep, sleep and leave tomorrow morning around 9, 10 o'clock. Yeah. All right, so Montreal will be next, four in a row at home. And you've got Montreal, Chicago, Detroit, and Pittsburgh. So, um Reasonable opponents here coming up. 
another chance to maybe put together a good four-game stretch. Paul, if they keep winning three out of every four, then uh, that's what Don Granato would sign up for, I'm sure, every time. Hey, if we go three and one in every four-game every four game chunk, guess what? They'll be in the postseason, which everybody will be happy about. I really feel this is an important month for them. We've been talking about this since summer, and the schedule came out. I mean, this is a month where you can make hay, and starting off, they've done it, and they've gotten by some of the difficult teams. Now you got to finish it up. The Chicago Blackhawks are playing pretty good hockey. They beat the Florida Panthers, I believe, tonight. Did they not? They did. And, uh, you know, that's that's a big win for them, for a team that's supposedly tanking. And they have some other wins, too. But still, I think if the Buffalo Sabres are on top of their game and I were a betting man, I would take them against Montreal and I would take them against Chicago playing their best game. I still don't think Detroit is leaps and bounds better than Buffalo, even with all the free agent signings that they made. And again, I think you go play your game. They had all sorts of trouble with Detroit last year. Let's see how they match up this year. Bertuzzi is injured, so he won't be playing. He's a saber killer. Um, but I still think the opportunity is here at 4-2 and two with these three games to still have a good month. Even if you lose one of them, you win two and lose one, you had a 6-3 and three month. I think I'm good. Yep. I'm okay with that. I think that's a good month. That's what I'm talking about, Ben, that you went out and had a good month. I would agree. Paul, thank you for your work this entire West Coast trip, and uh, we will see you at KeyBank Center on Thursday night with the Canadians in town. Looking forward to it. It's been a while since we've all gathered together and seen the team and been around the team, so looking forward to it. I would agree. Thanks, Paul. Yep, take care. Okay, Paul Hamilton here on the post game. 5-1 Seattle victorious. Uh, let's get you your three stars. Martin Jones, really not tested at all. Just 15 shots, 14 saves in the win. He gets star number three. We've got Tanev, who had a couple assists in this game, star number two. And Sprong, Daniel Sprong, that is, with a goal and two assists. He's star number one. Daniel Sprong, our electric player of the game tonight. Brought to you by Town BMW for an electrifying performance. Check out Town BMW's lineup of EVs. Injury report time brought to you by Losi and Ganji, Buffalo's workers' compensation and personal injury attorneys working hard for hardworking Western New Yorkers. Matias Samuelson, Henry Yokiharyu, the injuries, both on the defense. Timeline for Samuelson, maybe two to three weeks. Nothing in terms of a timetable yet on Henry Yokiharyu. Next game for Buffalo, Thursday. So just two days from now. Actually, one day from now, officially, as we are into the Wednesday portion of the broadcast. Uh, Montreal, the opponent, first of four in a row at home with Montreal, Chicago, Detroit, and Pittsburgh all upcoming. We'll have the pregame show at 6, 7 o'clock puck drop right here. You'll hear it on the Sabres radio network. And with that, to all of our local affiliates, we're going to say goodbye to you and to all of you listening on our flagship on WGR. Thanks for listening. We're going to put a wrap here on our post-game show tonight. Big thanks to our network producer, TJ Luckman, our engineer, Tom Maddy, Paul Hamilton, our reporter, and our game announcers, Dan Dunleavy and Rob Ray. My name is Brian Colziel. I thank you for listening. Seattle getting it done tonight. The Kraken beat the Sabres 5-1. to one. Buffalo's record now 4-2. and two. And we'll talk to you Thursday with the Sabres in Montreal from downtown Buffalo, right here on the Buffalo Sabres Radio Network.
This has been a presentation of Odyssey Sports. For even more coverage of your team, download the free Odyssey app and listen to your favorite stations, shows, and podcasts. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.